Welcome to the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. And good morning, good Saturday. We're off and running another wonderful day here in the beautiful neighborhood. What can I say? Saturday, a glorious connection to the rest of the week. This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby at your service. Lots of things happening here with a beautiful day like today. Sunshine is the mission. And indeed, we're going to have a pretty good weekend here in the middle of the country. Time to get ready for the outdoors. The outdoors are surely part of where we all go after winter as we've experienced here in St. Louis. Maybe you're the person that's responsible for the outdoors, but indeed we'll talk about how to prepare and de-winterize all the things that are outdoors from your lawn, your gardens, to your lawn equipment, uh, get your cars a little bit checked. Also, we're on to air conditioning season. I know it's a little premature for that, but again, uh, in this beautiful uh, economy we're in with all kinds of surprises around us, it's time to get things done early because it takes much longer not to perform the task but to get somebody there because uh, of a limited supply of resources whether it's people material or capabilities and training phone lines here on camwax 314-432-7900 314-432-7900 toll free anywhere on the globe 800-925-1120 925-1120 scott mosby home improvement hour and a half today cardinal baseball following today's game or today's show so uh, stay tuned a good afternoon for uh, staying tuned indeed uh, we have the masters upon us this weekend the masters golf tournament in augusta georgia rather historic and interesting because of the weather and uh, the interesting things that happen there as far as groundskeepers, greenskeepers, we all do the same thing with our lawns, whether we take care of it ourselves, do the gardening ourselves, or farm it out to somebody that takes care of our yard. 314-432-7900-800-925-1120. This is indeed the CamWax Home Improvement Show. My name is Scott Mosby. I own Mosby Building Arts. My wife and I have since, uh, oh golly, 1983. My father founded the company way back in 1947 so lots to talk about there 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120 so lots of things to talk about all about your home whatever's on your particular mind Uh, and indeed we've had some rain we'll have some rain and uh, off we run Uh, keep in mind 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 and we've got lots to talk about Um, so with much ado about what's happening we now have baseball Uh, we have springtime upon us and the weather is getting nicer our homes have come through the winter and perhaps it's time to take a look at things and I do advocate and invite you to take a walk about around your home whether it's earlier in the morning or later in the afternoon just a nice time to just go out and make sure that your house is as you expect it to be as you expect it to be any questions on that you can call 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 so that and more just keep in mind start at the top of the house the roof 
the gutters, the chimney, any flashing, any sticks, twigs, branches up on the roof, anything up around the gutters that indicates that there's a blockage or resistance to flow because if those gutters plug up, they overflow and it puts an overabundance of water right there at that place. It's not good for your house. Uh, it can result in backing up of water inside the soffits, inside the wall and the wall cavity of your house. Suffice it to say, keep the gutters clean, make sure that's stuff works and after a winter like this and a fall that we had last year with the leaves and the trees and all make sure your downspouts are clear because uh, frankly a lot of that debris gets caught in the downspout or at the top between the gutter and the downspout and then it, it looks like your gutters are working but they overflow causing bigger problems then as you come down look at the windows on the house the siding the soffit the overhang the gutter gutter boards painting uh, if there's some paint needed get that taken care of and look at the caulking and especially the screens for days like this going forward we're he heading into the beautiful spring springtime in the fall in St. Louis when it's just glorious and we can talk about screen, screens and how to get those taken care of 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120 so as you look at the screen screens are important window operation please window operation very important to your safety your health the life you save may be your own windows are for fleeing in a, in a fire. It's a big deal, so make sure your windows operate. It's easy for those things to get sealed up. Uh, any kind of winter uh, sealing you might do around your windows, make sure they open up in the spring, summer, and fall. Uh, they're very important for egress or getting out in the event of an, emer an emergency of some sort. And then check out the furnace filter down in the basement. Make sure your air conditioner or the outside unit is free and clear of any debris, anything growing around there. Uh, we can talk talk about that. I can walk you through some of those things. If you're facing heating and cooling replacements, uh, you know, uh, start early and get going before you need this issue because these things break and then, uh, you know, they always break when you're entertaining and then you have to buy something today, right now. And there isn't a stock of today right now equipment very little uh, uh, choice or selection and today with uh, the wonderful equipment we have uh, it's a good investment and I mean an investment it is more money up front in a capital investment state cuts down the operating costs and the utility and uh, energy usage over the years which is good for your family your pocketbook uh, the state the country and our international security as well so the less en energy we use around our homes and our world the more independent we are ourselves 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 436-7900-800-925-1120 so off and, and running we go here Let's go to my first caller and talk with Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. Welcome to KMOX, my friend. How can I help? Scott, hi. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hey, uh, question for you. Uh, had the basement drain uh, scoped out to the – had a new lateral line put in oh, about two years or less ago and had, had a, a camera run down through the stack and uh, out to the alley, and it, it looks clean, and there were no obstructions. However – when we run the washing machine now, um, it, it seems that it, it will back up at the drain uh, with the washing machine pretty substantially. I don't know if there is a, and looking for ideas, if there's a block between that 
dispensary yes. <laughs> on the uh, uh, from the washing machine to the main line because the main line, like I said, I, we verified and I've got uh, uh, pictures and I watched a gentleman do it. If there's a block between there, and it, we've got a bathroom, a half bath in the basement, and I understand, and I'm not a plumber, how all these things are connected, but it seems that that bath, half bath, the toilet will back up along with the draining of that washing machine. Am, am, am I missing something, and how should we go about taking a look and verifying this? No, you're all over this thing. And frankly, here I'll give you the math. I'll just extend your thought process. So the washing machine uh, is a bunch of fibers, cotton, various um, fabrics and such that come slowly in liquid form, draining away. The pump it pumps out of your washing, your clothes washing machine with force, but then it goes into a bigger pipe and it kind of slows down and that fiber becomes reinforcing fiber for low-grade concrete with everything else that slowly comes through that washer drain. And, you know, then you get a bathroom that may or may not be used very often, so you can have actually drying out of sludge and sediment on the inside of the sewer pipe. So I would say your main line and all your main four-inch pipes underneath the floor are probably clear, but just as your house has a sewer lateral that comes off the sewer main to your home, off of that four-inch underfloor sewer pipe here, Dan, you've got smaller two-inch pipes and three-inch pipes, and most commonly, it is the washer-dryer laundry drain that plugs first most often and will do so again because of the fiber that comes along with that waste. You'd think there wasn't much, but you're washing oils, you're washing dirt, you're wa- I mean, everything in solids and, you know, potential. Then some of your detergents actually have byproducts that stick to the, you know, on and on and on. So you need to have that laundry and t- uh, bathroom pipe cleaned. I would advocate with a pressure washer rather than a uh, cutting type tool. So it's kind of a, a pressure jet sewer cleaner, and it's only probably 20 feet of pipe you need to clear, but you will do it again. And, and that, that's a great idea. If uh, And that was kind of where I was going. Um, now, is that bathroom, when they would do that jet, where where are the uh, – and I've got new stacks, you know, from the upstairs and then from the first floor uh, going into the basement, uh, you know, floor to the main drain. Where is the access point for that uh, bathroom, you know, commode? I mean, or is that just access through the – Drained no, a, by the washing machine. It's a, well, you can come down from the drain by the washing machine. That goes straight down, and then there's a P trap at the bottom of that, and then it goes down into that, and then there's a floor drain probably by your washer that wise into the same pipe, and then that pipe goes on probably tying into the same place by the 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 bathroom. You will access, or the cleaner will access a clean out. You know that big screw cap with the the square lug Correct. on it. That's where they go in, and it's kind of um, it's kind of hit and miss because they actually go up with the cleaner, and they can't tell when they're turning left and turning right unless they send a camera up there with it. Uh, right. So it's it's you know it's kind of like putting a heart stint in, only you can't tell where the stint and the tools are. <laughs> so it it is kind of right. like poking around till you get something, but they they're pretty good at it, and it's kind of a good show. It I mean it's actually worth the ticket price just for the entertainment. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I mean, you kind of answered what I was hoping for. 
So, yeah. you know, our first concern was that we didn't have a collapsed sewer line. But now that we've verified that and we've got the new lateral and I can see the new construction on that and everything was clear. I mean, there were no obstructions. Um, I, my hope was that it was within that smaller two-inch pipe. Yeah, yeah, likely it is. And then your bathroom with a commode, the smallest pipe a, a toilet can have is three inches. So if your bathroom has a toilet in it, then it'll be a three inch. And then your lavatory sink comes off that, your shower or your tub comes off of that with an inch and a half or two, et cetera. You know, and it's, it. Okay. you know, sometimes it's, um, you know, you're flushing the toilet to get enough water rushing through there for the, you know, the plumber guy to figure out, right. okay, that pipe is this bathroom. Got it now. Okay. So it, okay. it's kind of a, it, it, it's a, it's a smart man's plumbing task, believe it or not. <laughs> or right. A woman. Okay. We, quite a well, few women. No, are I, I, I appreciate your input on that, and uh, you kind of ease my mind a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's not broken. It's just tired. <laughs> Thanks, God. All right, Dan. Take care, friend. All right. Off and running. Good morning. And we are starting with what happens when the pipes don't floor, even though when I know they're clear. Well, the big ones are clear. The small ones may not be. Phone lines. I'm all, I'm lonely right here in the studio, albeit, you know, beautiful views here with the sunshine. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Uh, forgive me. I started early with 432. Uh, sorry. Just I don't know where I got that number, but it's 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. My name is Scott Mosby. This is the CAMOX Home Improvement Show, and I'll be right back for more after this on University of CAMOX. Serving St. Louis for over 96 years. KMOX. All right, back together, Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. So many things to talk about around the house. We started with Dan about a basement drain, had all his pipes cleared and clean, checked, scoped. Uh, there are fiber optic cameras that go down in the sewer, uh, commonly done when a house is purchased, sometimes sold, and sometimes just when there are funny recurring blockages for sewers. Uh, you know, some houses have laterals that were put in without a whole lot of slope, and, you know, some homes have more problems than others. But with today's technology, just like having a home inspector come in and look at the house, you can actually sewer scope with fiber optic technology and look at the insides of your pipes. And usually when you're going to that um uh, effort and expense you have the same fellow there or person company with the equipment you just as well to go ahead and clean out the sewers and you know get them uh, sewer jetted anyway uh, and when I say sewer jetted it, it's kind of like the dollar car wash so you go down to the dollar car wash might be two dollars now for heaven's sakes you know you go in and you put your quarters in and it's a it's a like a pressure washer that you use to wash your car with all that well so too that pressure washer can scour out and it's kind Kind of a round tip and instead of pushing water out forward it blows water backwards like a jet engine would so it sprays behind it so the debris and grit that it removes from the pipe actually goes down the slope uh, downhill from where that pressure comes from and it pushes that jet forward it propels it into the pipe as a 
water jet or pressure washer would. So it's kind of a neat tool. That is different than the cutting tool for someone that has root blockages. Uh, and some of this is new and old technology, and I'll get into that, the difference between a house built in 1930 and a house built in 1990. You know, what's underneath your uh, basement concrete floor, what's underneath your yard, and how it connects to that sewer main that is out in the street or the backyard, wherever it might be. Uh, so anyway, we'll get into a little bit of that. Just keep in mind that this type of season, uh, there will be some changes in smells around your house. Just be aware of it because we're going from cooler, cold temperatures where the soil was that temperature, the sewers were cold, the sewer gases were cold. Now we warm up the world a little bit, warm up the soil, warm up the air around us, and we can become more aware of smells that were actually in our house when it was cold, but we just couldn't tell it. They just weren't uh, pungent enough or, or notable enough. So I'll talk about all that. So we're kind of off and running into sewers and drains and such. But uh, if you think it's not important or um, uninteresting, um, it will become interesting when it doesn't work. So uh, an ounce of prevention beats a pound of cure. Well, let's go talk with my friend Michael and see what's cooking with him this fine Saturday morning. Michael, good morning. Welcome to CAMWEX. Scott Mosby here. How can I help you? Hey, thanks, Scott. Um, question for you. I have a water heater that's about seven years old, and periodically it won't produce hot water. And it'll just be maybe lukewarm, and then the next day it'll be just as hot as what it should be. Um, I've had a couple of plumbers look at it, and there's nothing that they can see, and they don't really understand why it's doing that. Can you give me any your thoughts on it? Uh, is it gas or electric? It's gas. Okay. Um, well, I, I can't. Uh, there is a um, a setting for temperature. And right. it has a feedback system so that when the water gets to that temperature, it knows to stop heating the water, or when the water gets cold, it to start heating the water. I would suspect that this is very much that sensor and, you know, whatever that is. So there are um, um, jets, but it will be part of the electronics of the operation of that water heater. The issue you face on a seven-year-old water heater is that, you know, it, it's like buying a car at the auto parts store. You know, you buy the car for twenty or 30000 but if you bought that same car piece by piece at the auto parts store, it would cost you 120000 So the cost of replacing that uh, thermostat uh, in that water heater uh, and the labor to take out the old one, put in the new one, uh, you know, might be close to the price, you know, two-thirds of the price of replacing your water heater for an eight-year-old water heater. So that's kind of the, the dance you're in. Heating and cooling is the same way in all this. So it is fixable. Uh, the problem with it is the uh, testing it takes somebody electronically um, knowledgeable, which is kind of you're calling your heating and cooling guy in to come test your water heater, and then you need to change the water heater with the plumber. So sometimes the cost of testing and what I'm getting at is this is probably a parts replacement thing. It's like, well, I don't know what it is, but there aren't a whole lot of things on a gas water heater that can go wrong. So it's got to be the brain controller. Well, the brain controller is nothing more than a temperature sensor that probably cost you know three dollars when it was assembled new, and the part probably now. For you to buy it could be 45 and then, you know, 
two three hundred dollars to have it installed so you know there you go and and well how much and it would take about the same amount of time to install a new water heater so the labor would be the same but the water heater cost would be different so that that's what i think and i'm guessing here michael i am totally guessing um but there isn't a whole lot on a water heater that decides when to turn on that the heat and not and if it goes on the fritz that as it is here i think there's only one or two things it could be mm-hmm. this may not be related to it but i put on a had a hot water circulating pump uh put on this winter um just to uh, get hot water up to my upstairs bathroom quicker sure um leaving that on all the time i mean not all the time but cycled uh, would that maybe help that at all, or am I still just kind of swinging and missing here? No, it should help it because you've got an average, instead of spiking with you know real hot water in the water heater and then cooler water in the pipes, you're circulating that temperature. So instead of water that's 120 in your hot water heater and maybe 40 degrees in the pipe upstairs without a circulating pump, all of it's running at about 115 degrees now. And it should be um, suitable. Um, it All it does is it averages out the temperatures of what's in the pipe and what's in the heater grand uh that is luxury that is truly luxury for me as an instant hot water circulating pump i love those things Uh, but it shouldn't affect excuse me whether you get cold water or hot because still whatever water is coming past that temperature sensor whether it's 80 degrees or 120 it's still that little device electronic that decides whether to turn on the the gas jets or not gotcha okay all right scott hey i sure appreciate it love the show Yep. Good luck, sir. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care, Michael. And what Michael's describing for those of you, um, a hot water circulating, it's uh, when when how it is much easier to put in when you're putting on a room addition when you're building new construction uh, than it is on retrofitting because what happens is you've got this water heater in the basement or wherever the water heater is located, whether it's a tankless water heater or a tank water heater, all that water originates at that water heater. Well, then your say your master bedroom on the second floor or your master bedroom on the other end of the house, if it's a long ranch, you know, the water down there hasn't been hot for all night long. So you turn on the faucet and then the water heater, you know, water leaves that and on it goes. Well, it's a long way. So you burn up a lot of water that is cool until you get warm water. And that's because it's a one-way pipe. Imagine that one-way pipe has another return loop. So you tap into that pipe and you run another copper pipe or whatever plumbing supply, water supply pipe back to the pump, which is right next to the water heater. And all it is is a circulating pump. So that loop of water just keeps running and running and running. And it takes the water out of the hot water heater, takes it right past your faucet and your shower and whatever is on the other end of the house. And then the cooler water just keeps coming back. Water heater senses it, heats it up just a little bit. And so you've got this loop of hot water and then your lavatory faucet in the sink or your shower um, or the tub whatever it might only have three or four feet of pipe to tie into that loop so you're waiting two seconds for hot water one second for hot water uh, maybe long time could be three or four or five seconds the point being is it's a loop it does use more energy 
but it does indeed make hot water happen when you want it, where you want it. There are uh, other pumps that I'll get into later in the hour uh, of why and how we do it. We we at Mosby Building Arts have put these things on for uh, helping freezing pipes on older homes that, you know, not only do they have cold water, but since no water moves on that end of the house, when it gets really, really cold, five below, ten below, you know, that pipe can freeze and then you just don't have water maybe in the master bedroom or wherever that is. Uh, phone lines for your calls. Bring them on. Uh, vote early, vote often. 314-436-7900-436-7900-800-925-1120. We often, often running in a plumbing show as far as pipes, freezing pipes, circulating water, uh, all these things that you have. If you have a motor, a pump, water, irrigation system, fountain, pool, uh, anything like that, now is the time to call to get that pre-season serviced because, uh, you know, when it gets really hot and everybody wants to turn on the same stuff at the same time, uh, for those of you that have lawn irrigation systems, you know what I'm talking about. It's much easier to get on their schedule for an appointment in three or four weeks than it is impossible to say, oh, I, I you know, my grass is brown and dying I, I need water soon you know so keep that in mind uh, 314-436-7900 800-925-1120. Scott Mosby here at your service. I'm having a pretty good time. I enjoy this show. I enjoy the mental effort that goes into it. And uh, thank you for joining here. We're going to take a short pause and come back for more right after this, right here on University of KMOX. Want to know what's going on with the Cardinals and everything else in the world of sports? Then you need sports on a Sunday morning. Special guests, game recaps, team news. Get it all on sports on a Sunday morning. Sports on a Sunday morning. A St. Louis tradition. Sundays at 10 on KMOX. All right, back together, home improvement. Scott Mosby, one hour till we go up top of the hour, and then we go on to uh, the uh, after news, weather, and sports. Then we go on to the Cardinal pregame show. Stay tuned. Uh, we've got a great game coming up, Cards versus the Pirates. Lots of things happening here, so right here on CamWex is the place to be. Uh, on commodity prices of lumber, remodeling, I promise to keep you abreast and updated here. I've watched, I was, I was traveling on business for meetings in Tucson, Arizona, Monday and Tuesday. Nice weather, by the way, if I don't mind saying so. Uh, but the point being that I was watching lumber futures, and on that Monday morning, the lumber futures from last week were about $1,135 per thousand board feet and this is just kind of the general temperature price of lumber for you know a bunk of lumber which is a thousand board feet uh so that is now it's down to like 965 dollars so with that kind of report just be aware budgets and prices go up and down but i'll tell you a little bit more about the speaker we had on tuesday and how it affects you because it's about inflation uh and the price and cost and demand for home new home homes and home remodeling as we go off into the next three years and that's on our minds somewhere in our family whether it's us our kids our grandkids or people and friends we know so this is just part of our world today as we all spend more time in and around our homes uh, let's uh, see what's cooking with my friend brian and see what's happening another plumbing issue here hey brian good morning welcome sir how can i help yeah good morning scott thanks for taking my call um yeah. my daughter is looking at to buy this house and of course i haven't been in it yet because they can't get in there yet but 
it was inspected this past week, and there's a sewage lift yes. system in there, which I'm not familiar with, and they have to get that uh, checked out or something like that, or maintenance or something like that. What yes. was that before? It's the lower-level bathroom. Uh, it's like a sump pump. So as water fills up a tub, just like in, in a drain tile system, the water raises, the float comes up, and it says, wow, there's water or effluent here. Let's turn the pump on and pump this stuff out. So a sewage treatment is a sealed barrel bucket a canister buried under the floor and it's done there it's installed there because the house and those sewer pipes are below the sanitary sewer outside the house so literally the house has to lift the water lift the affluent lift the sewage up and pump it out two three four sometimes eight or ten feet uh up to the gravity drain that exists outside and out into MSD Metropolitan Sewer District. So sewer pumps are not the first choice, but on some areas where houses are built in lower areas below the existing infrastructure, which might have been put in 50 years ago or 100 years ago, oftentimes these sewer pumps. And MSD, the whole sewage system around our whole metropolitan area, has a bunch of these pumps around. So they're very common. They do require regular maintenance, and when they fail, you know, they're cause for consternation because you're dealing with sewage there. So it's a, you have to be, you have to watch your P's and Q's on what kind of toilet paper you use because it's kind of like living with a septic tank. You can't flush anything down the toilet that can't be digested, you know, by a human body or by a, you know, a septic tank, or in this case, a sewer grinder point pump. It's kind of like a garbage disposal with a pump put on it, hooked up to a barrel buried underneath the floor in the house. Okay, I see. So then, uh, like, I have a, a basement bathroom, but mine must be, you know, logistically in a different spot to the sewer Which system is, as opposed to this one. And the house was built in the 50s, if you're yeah. looking at. Uh, yeah. And sometimes the houses are put on, I mean, you know, the, the built in the 50s, oftentimes there are streets and developments put in, and they put in that sewer depth. But that's why sewers might be 13 feet under the ground. If they're only 8 feet under the ground and somebody puts this house built in the 50s, and a lot of times there were some really nice pieces of property that custom um, people would build a house right on the perfect place for the view. That perfect place might be four feet, you know, the basement floor drain might be four or five feet below the sanitary sewer. Uh, So oftentimes you'll see some really funky looking piping down in the basement where the pipes may have two sections where, you know, all of the toilets and, and black water comes through some pipes and then they go straight out the side into a gravity drain. So half of the house drains with gravity and then for the floor drain or a basement bath or a laundry, they put in the sewer grinder pump. This is a little extra. You're doubling up the cost of the sewer um, by doing this, but this is uh, the way, uh, the optimal way to put in one of those pump lifts or sewer pumps because then you're really just pumping uh, floor drains and laundry and and, uh, you know, um, not really gray water, but not black water from the toilets. So that's right, the way. But right. oftentimes you'll find one pipe, one pump, pumps the whole house. Boy, how do you better keep that thing operating? Wow, okay. So, it, yeah, just gravity won't do it, so you have to have that. Um, 
So what is the optimum way? You said earlier when you were answering me, you said that's not the best way, but is there something that is, is better to install? So it's the only way. You know, once you get oh, below the, the flow way. line, okay. it's the only way. Yeah, and, and right. just be aware that you can have two drain systems, and if you do, you'll have pipes running through the uh, basement that are about five feet above the floor. You know, they right. like half of your house can be gravity drained, but when you dig down the basement and you get another four or five feet deep, now you've got a floor drain, you've got your washer dryer, uh, you know, might have a basement bathroom, and that stuff's all five feet below the gravity level. So right. you've got to pump it. Okay, well, thank you very much. You answered my question. I appreciate it. Yeah, there are a lot of people listening that have those things. Uh, those that have, when they fail, just get them regularly serviced because, um, you know, and this is for sure a maintenance item that, I, in my mind, gets checked every year. Big deal. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's a house down in Afton. So, uh, yeah. all right. Well, that's good Afton to know. is the perfect place that I'm talking about. You know, they build, 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 and then all of a sudden there's this killer piece of property. It's like, whoa, that would be a great place for a house. Well, MSD was there long ago, and, you know, they're just not deep enough for that great house location. So Perf Afton's a perfect place to describe those things, that in South County. Very good. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, Brian. Take care. Let's see what's happening with my buddy Tim. Hey, Tim, good morning. How can I help you, my friend? Good morning, Scott. Uh, quick question. I was just wondering if Mosby Building Arts offers handyman service? Um, the short answer is no. We do for existing clients. Uh, we'll go back out to them to you know they're, once they're in the family. The problem is, and we have a service that we have tabled for a while called SAM, which is kind of a preliminary. Basically, we come and inspect the house, and we look for trouble two, three times a year, change filters, all that. So we tabled that because we can't get enough employees. Oh. So okay. you're, that's the issue you're going to find going out looking for handymen in today's employment climate. And this was part of my uh, what I heard from our presenter that, you know, in 2019, we flat ran out of people everywhere. Not just us, but the world ran out of people. So um, these, you know, handyman, I would so much love to say yes because I'd love for you, Tim, to work with Mosby, fall in love with Mosby, come back and be part of the family. For that's you know perfect. We don't have the people well, we can go get. Well, well, okay, I understand that. I I thought I would ask you first, Scott, because I these are not major projects, but I wanted to get a really quality person out here to do it. So I I thought I'd start with you. Yeah. What what types of things, Tim, do you have? Well, right now I have a, a living room and a den that needs some plaster work and painting. Oh, well, that we do have painting crews. Uh, you are For that, that's a painting thing. And we do have our painters are on the upper end of skill set so they can patch the plaster, you know, unless you're doing cove work or something like that that's really, you know, art-loaded plaster. But, yeah, give Mosby a call. Painting, we, I don't, we have eight or ten painters, you know, so... We are a vertically integrated company, yeah, so you're welcome to call Mosby. All right, Scott, thank you so much. Pleasure okay, talking t- with you. Take care. Bye now. And that's, uh, it's kind of an interesting thing because, um, you know, how we evolved as a business 
was around we could find painters but we couldn't find painters that would call us back and tell us when they're coming and you know kind of what I call housebroken painters they would be good roommates while they're there clean up and all that stuff so over the years much of the growth that Mosby Building Arts my company has gone through has been to hire as employees people that once we trained them they were well trained uh, they liked doing a good job I like to say they were raised well by their parents so they're you know polite they're clean they clean up to themselves they park in the right place without blocking the driveway you know little things like that those are the things that matter that kind of set us apart we can teach them the skills we can teach them we've got enough painters and painting trainers that will show them how to anyway the point is that much of the growth at Mosby Building Arts came because we too like you as consumers couldn't get the quality of trade skills that we wanted without hiring them, putting them on board, and keeping them uh, trained and, and followed up and putting them with the... Anyway, so long and the short of it is that's why we're built the way we are at Mosby Building Arts. 436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, back for more. We're wrapping up Hour 1 here prior to Cards and the Pirates on KMOX. This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love dancing this. Oh, check this out. Moonwalk, moonwalk, check it to the... Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, never mind. Radio. Uh, yeah, sorry, James. I, I know it's... I, I get to... I, I thought it was a visual uh, medium, but I guess we're radio. Uh, I promised earlier in the hour to report to you some of the things that I stay on top of with my day job at Mosby Building Arts, Lumber Futures. Uh, some of the things that I heard business-wise in our presentation uh, I found really interesting. Hopefully you do too. You're an enlightened, pretty sharp uh, audience here, so I want to share these things with you. Uh, the lumber prices. Uh, lumber prices got up to $1,700 or $1.70 for a one square square foot of lumber, one board foot, and now it's down to $9,965 for 1,000 board feet delivered in May because they're always futures. You know, I mean, you cut the lumber today, you still have to mill it and dry it and ship it and all that. So uh, the futures are reported just like corn, wheat, soybeans, all those things that we uh, use in, in agriculture as well. Well, lumber is coming back down. I'm not sure what that means uh, because we are still not building enough homes for the number of families that are joining. Our, our population, uh, oddly enough, uh, is getting into with uh, Gen X, Gen Y of new family-forming ages. So uh, the long and the short of it is in the construction, remodeling, new construction space, inflation for the last two years, as reported by Greg Crabtree uh, from Huntsville, Alabama, he was offering to us the data on 100 companies he had across the U.S. thought they were descriptive of our economy in the industry. Um, 22%, or forgive me, in, 19, in 2021, uh, inflation running solidly at 15% and above. In pro These are all private companies, so they're not public companies. They're not, the data is not available to the Federal Reserve System who sets our interest rates and guides our whole monetary policy. So private industry is pretty much the engine of the economy. 
and the Fed doesn't really have a whole lot of data on us. Uh, so the point being is inflation will continue very strongly. Uh, demand for housing will continue strongly. If you're planning to do something anywhere, even repairs, get on it, get started early, and be ready for a lot of price changes. Talk to you later. Cards and Pirates next. Thank you.